Welcome to the Glasgow Girls Club podcast, where we chat to inspirational folks throughout the city about living their best lives and encourage our listeners to grow and glow. Hi guys and welcome to the GGC podcast. I hope you all had a lovely Christmas and you have got some good plans for New Year's Eve celebrations tonight. So this podcast focuses on veganism and the reason for that is because January has been reclassified as Veganuary. There is a big vegan movement which encourages people just to try being vegan for a month and to see how they feel after it, see you know how it's affected their bank balance and just really to put all those questions to rest that we might have not being vegans. So I currently am not a vegetarian, um, however I would like to think that I could be. I am a big animal lover, however I do appreciate that in the vegan world there's a real contrast to saying that you're an animal lover but then you eat animals. So for me I wanted to catch up with two vegans, two of my friends in Glasgow just to chat to them about you know, why they turned vegan, when did they do it, what were their reasons for doing it, you know, and what are the kind of economic facts that maybe a lot of people don't know about. So in this podcast, you're going to hear from Gemma Johnson from Vegan Foodie Gems. So that is her blog. You'll very likely know it and follow it because she's got a great Instagram as well. And Gemma is just one of these super lovely people. Uh, we also caught up with Charlotte Lowe, who we have previously had on the podcast when we were talking about plastic and the small changes that we can all make to help the environment. So Charlotte's like our wee equal warrior. She is a amazing woman and is such a font of knowledge as well. So the both of them are. So I'm interested to get feedback on this podcast. You know, maybe you've been thinking about going vegan. Maybe you've been thinking about going vegetarian first. So have a listen to this and then let me know what you think. And if you do decide to do veganuary, let me know how you get on because it's something that I certainly am considering myself as well. So without further ado, over to the girls. Right, hello ladies and welcome to the GGC podcast. Hi. Hi. So why don't we all start by you guys introducing yourselves. Okay, so I'm Charlotte. Um, I go by Charlotte Kensington Portraits where um, I'm a photography company that supplies personal branding pictures to people as well as full gorgeous celebrity makeover experiences. And Charlotte did my personal branding shoot very, very well. Great Aww, pictures. Thank you. Based in the biz. But um, also I run a Facebook group called Simple Swaps with Charlotte. And the premise is about being a bit more conscious of what we are doing to the environment and the effect we're having and just being a bit more sustainable and eco-friendly. And the reason it's called Simple Swaps is that we take one thing that we do every day and we swap it for something else. And the idea is that it's simple. So it does what it says on the tin, basically. Exactly what it says <laughs> yeah. on the tin. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay, and Gemma? Um, I'm Gemma, but most people refer to me as vegan foodie James on the internet. Um, uh, and in so, person. Yeah, yeah. sometimes in person. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, when I met is... you, I, I, in fact, when I see people about, I'm like, you know vegan foodie James. <laughs> <laughs> like, never your full name, but yeah, your It happens. Handle. happens a lot, yeah. So I write a blog uh, just showing how normal being vegan can be, or fabulous, whatever you want to do. Uh, just lots of food, fizz, fun, 
Um, just to show it can just be whatever you want it to be. So I eat stuff, I tell people about it, I drink stuff, I tell people about it, and loads people of people love to hear that. Yeah. Don't they? they do, and that's the reason why we've got together because yeah. we are wanting to talk about veganism and the fact that January is veganuary. So there might be a lot of people listening to this podcast that think to themselves, "I'm going to try that," because veganism, for me, I think it's become a very forefrontal thing whereas maybe in the past it might not have been it seems like more and more people now are deciding I'm going to go vegan yeah in a big way yeah tell us about both of your stories and how you came to decide that you're going to be a vegan go on Gemma um so um I've been vegetarian for forever forever okay um was that through your own wanting to be or was it through your parents um, no, I'm the only vegan in my family. Well, apart from my husband now, but okay. Um, I wanted a Highland cow as a pet. <laughs> I wish it was a different story. Um, yeah, I decided I really wanted a Highland cow. So as protest of wanting this Highland cow, I stopped eating beef and so on. Um, oh and what age were you? Like five, six, or something okay. ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I stopped eating meat, and then I kind of started eating meat again for a wee while just not red meat just chicken okay until one day i was i noticed i always picked it out of things yeah i think it was just for easiness when i'm in a restaurant with friends i would order like chicken chow mein for example uh-huh. but i would pick out all the meat right okay and then one day i was like why am i doing this i don't even like it okay so stopped eating meat that was fine fine um milk never it's never been my thing the whole idea of it it's not for me <laughs> mm-hmm. um and it's so easy to swap out certain things for vegan, especially milk. There's so many options. Um, but cheese. Is that your that, yeah, that was your like, thing that you've held? I remember you? we would have wine and cheese nights. Yeah. You know, it was such oh, a social man. thing. Do you know, I think that's a lot of people's hurdle is cheese. Yeah, and the vegan substitutes, they're getting there, but it's not the same. I would actually debate that there's Ooh, um, controversial. not to shout brands here, but <laughs> oh, Tesco, Tesco's own brand, <laughs> we're going yeah. budget. Uh, their chili cheese and their smoked cheese is really convincing. Um, the reason that vegan cheese, I think, that is a bit shit, yeah. is that because it smells so badly of yes. meat. Like it is, is it's not oh, nice. it's an offensive thing. I mean, you get okay. used to it after a while, but when I first went vegan and went, I literally replaced like for like. Okay. So I went out and got vegan cheddar instead of normal cheddar. Yeah. And uh, that was the most eye-watering, offensive moment I've ever had. Oh, <laughs> it's, no. it's you're quite, like, is this off? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's strong. Okay. Um, but you do actually, you do get used to it. And it'll be funny because it can smell up your fridge. And if I've got a friend over and I just open the fridge while they're nearby and they're like, bloody hell. And I'm like, oh shit, yeah, that's the cheese. Don't worry about that. But the reason I bring up the chili cheese and the smoked cheese is because they are so much better. Like, they don't mm-hmm. stink like yeah. the others do okay. and they and even though this the cheese smells anyway it tastes quite nice it's just that that smell is offensive but i totally recommend the chili cheese did you take a break because that's what i had to do i had to just yeah take away like when i stopped eating cheese i was like tried all the alternatives like you did i mean this isn't the same yeah but after having a wee break and not yeah. thinking of it as cheese if that makes sense rather yeah. than trying to get yes. the exact okay. same thing yeah Actually, some of them are okay now. Yeah, and there's some really convincing mozzarellas that are made from like cashews and Tony's Pizzeria oh, one. Nice. Oh, bloody yes. hell! Yeah, melts. For any listeners, if you've gone to Tony's Pizzeria and had their vegan pizza, whoo, it yeah. is nice. Is it so, so good. good? Okay. <laughs> 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 
So if you're plugged for Tony's there, <laughs> no, I, I definitely want to try that, okay? Right, okay, so then you just, what age were you went full-blown vegan? Just a couple of years ago. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was pretty much there. You were just, there, it was just Apart from this, I was eating out. Okay. Hello, me. Hello, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I know. So yeah, apart from that, and then, it was strange, I thought it would be a gradual thing. Yeah. I said, oh, you know, I'll just have it when I'm eating out, you know, that'll be it. But no. Once I'd done it, and then it was funny, a week later or so, my husband, who was a steak and eggs man for breakfast, right. like, oh, I'll do it for a week. He never looked back. Seriously? Wow. And I ne- even my family friends were like, you can, he won't. <laughs> Shut him. Nice. Yeah. Brilliant. It's crazy. Nice. Just normal for this now, we don't even think of that. Well, that's it, yeah, it does get that way very quickly, yeah. I think. Definitely. Um, yeah. And Charlotte, were you first in your household then to, to go... <laughs> Well, kind of. Um, so my well, growing up, my grandparents had always been vegan for as long as I know them, um, which I always thought was strange because I, back before there was lots of vegan options available, they were just like the pain in the ass family to go out with to restaurants. And you'd be like, oh, here we go, Grandma's gonna check for fish sauce in the Thai food. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> like we can all sit back and wait half an hour while she orders. <laughs> I was really bitter about it. I was just like, it was so inconvenient to my life. <laughs> but I always went round there and the food she would cook was just glorious. Like, oh, so good. There was these uh, type of vegan sausages that they don't do anymore, which makes me sad. But I, I can remember when Dad was like, right, we're going over to Grandma's. I was like, yes, tell her to put some sausages on. And they were just like the best. And as a kid, I was never that into meat anyway because... My family would always try to get like really nice quality meat, but for example, the sausages, it would, um, it would be really disturbing to me when you hit gristle and things like that. Oh yeah, see, Gemma's retching. It's yeah. like that's why I've never liked meat. I've no, it's foul. Mm. Uh huh. And so I was just like, oh, we eat this. Why? Um, so I never really was into it. So I always had like a bit of a penchant for vegetarianism. Anyway, mm-hmm. my dad was vegetarian and still is. Um, so I, I was sort of open-minded, yeah. I was never closed off, but it took until about uh, just over a year ago for me to really make the change. Um, I went a kind of, two years ago I did Veganuary, so it's great that okay. we're speaking about it now. I, yeah. had, um, I had just watched some Netflix documentaries including things like What the Health, where they talk about juicing and the benefits of that and how like kids with um, various different attention disorders can you know when they come off the sweets and the sugar and they start eating healthier it has a positive impact and then I was starting to think well why not take it one step further why not exclude the dairy products and things like that and the meats and so I veganery was just coming up I was like Jamie my partner (laughs) let's do it um, and he was like, oh, yeah, okay. He had grown up vegetarian, but he cursed his family with the bacon curse in that he reintroduced it, reintroduced it back into the, into the family. So they all switched from being vegetarian to meat-eating. Um, but then he was open to then going back and okay. to a more extreme lifestyle, I guess, because it was one up from vegetarian if you're talking levels. <laughs> <laughs> like here. Yeah. Yeah. And so we had a go, but that we really jumped into unprepared. Uh, We had no idea what we could eat. Uh, So we were just, we, I think we made it 21 days, which was fantastic, but it certainly wasn't the full, how many days are in January? 31? 31. 
Yeah. Giant knuckles. So we didn't quite make it the entire month anyway, but we were very proud. Um, and the reason we ran out is because we literally went straight from, okay, well, let's not replace anything. Let's just, uh, I know some recipes I could probably make vegan, let's have a go. But we kind of, our imagination ran out basically. Okay. And the meat replacements at this time two years ago weren't as good as they are today um, in terms of vegan options because there's always been vegetarian meat replacements like corn and that, but they would have egg in and things like yeah. that. So you couldn't really access those. And it was also just about finding about just how much, how many products there are that has bloody milk powder in. Crisps. Oh, why? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, uh-huh, like, yeah. the amount of random shit that is not vegan. And it's like, but why? Why is that so, for animal yeah. vibe? Yeah. So I was feeling very bitter at this point. I was like, well, 21 days, I'm starving. I'm sorry, I've got to stop because... <laughs> and then my grandma was like, so do you think you'll ever be vegan? I was like, no, jog on. Like, why? <laughs> like, all I thought was just like, I just, I don't want to eat carrots for the rest of my life. Are you kidding me? But I was still, I was still in that mindset because I was starting. So that really, that whole thing was more a health jump. I, I went into it because I wanted to be healthier. Okay. But then I started to think more, and I the ethical moral side came into it, and I started. My eyes were open, and I started picking up on, um, like things I didn't realize that were within the industry. I was learning things, and I was quite shocked. So I went pescatarian. Uh, so this, that spring I went pescatarian, um, couldn't see why there was an ethical issue with eating fish because to me they were just like mindless, like just, you know, swimming about, whatever, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. I know, dumb justification. But it's like, you get told that fish have got a five second memory, yeah. which is obviously not true, but you get told that, so then you're <laughs> like, well, I can uh, understand like, I, you I thinking that. I just don't see, a, a, you know, a fish having a personality and mm-hmm. some, you don't you know, cuddle a fish is what you're meaning there. Yes, You see exactly. a cow and you go, oh, a lamb, lovely. Yeah, uh-huh. Nobody walks up and cuddles a fish. <laughs> How many cows have you cuddled? Yeah, that's <laughs> not <laughs> not <laughs> I'm cow obsession. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I couldn't see the problem, but then the health thing came back in because we were starting to hear about how much plastic is in fish. And stuff uh-huh. like that. And I was like, what the actual hell? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be consuming plastic. And at the end of the day, you are what you eat. So I became vegetarian. And then I learned about the dairy industry. And very quickly became vegan again. But this time I was going to do it right. This time I was going to learn and take my time into really reading labels. Because at the start, you know, veganism in general is very easy. Once you're in the pattern, it's, so, it's just like anything else. But for me... It's a learning curve when you first go because of course you've got to start learning your nutritional facts and things like mm-hmm. that and it's it's very funny to me when a meat eater will be like oh vegans are so deficient and they don't know what's healthy for them it's like actually vegans are very clued up because they have to be yeah it's always some dude with a fag in their hand eating a kfc oh, who says that oh. as well <laughs> what about your protein it's like what oh, about your cigarette yeah, yeah. yeah i know i know that's it's true because there's there's there is a lot of judgment, isn't mm-hmm. there, towards it? So talk to them. Sorry, so people might not know. So veganism is you do not eat anything that comes. So it could be like, like we've been saying milk, yeah. eggs. So nothing that comes from an animal is a byproduct. Yeah. Nothing. No. Right, okay. And also besides food, also within lifestyle. So we yes. don't buy leather, we don't buy wool. Yeah. Um, anything derived from Silk, yeah. Like anything from an animal, we don't use it. Because the whole... 
the biggest belief behind veganism is that you do your best, your very, very best to not exploit any animals. Mm-hmm. There's a bit where some meat eaters will get argumentative and be like, but there's animal products in your iPhone and things like that. It's like, yeah, well, we're doing the very best we yeah. can. Yeah, you're you, literally yeah. Uh, taking it, it to does the... Get yeah. yeah. And so, like, for some people that try to water down the greatness, like, I, um, this sounds a bit big-headed now, but I am very <laughs> proud of the change that I've made because I know the benefits that it's had. And so I don't like when people try to water down our achievements by being like, oh, well, because you've done that, it, it kind of makes what everything else we've done pointless. No. It's like, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> I think part of that comes from most people have been brought up eating meat their full life. Yeah. Yes. And it's what they know. You know, it's normal to have this and it's normal to eat of this. Course. Um, and they can watch all these documentaries but they've been brought up years and years yeah. of eating yeah. a certain way and yeah. it's the same if somebody's at a horrible horrible diet say their parents couldn't cook or whatever that is and affect junk all their life to suddenly eat healthy would be really difficult a proper lifestyle change yeah. and I think it's the same when you're saying about trying your best do you know what if you want to just reduce your meat to start off with and mm-hmm. then look at dairy yeah. and do you know what if you go out and you accidentally well they you're hungover or you're drunk and you accidentally eat something with milk powder then it is not it doesn't mean you fail yeah like it's definitely progress over perfection yeah a hundred percent because i think if everybody just tried to go vegan overnight well i couldn't do it like january i lasted 21 it took me years to go vegan yeah very obviously mr johnson has to up everybody like he's the only person (laughs) i know that's went vegan overnight (laughs) Like, uh, part of me I think it was to annoy me but I'm not 100% <laughs> that's probably why he was just yeah. like yeah, like, but it, it is just a transition start. and actually it's yeah, a great point to whack in a disclaimer that as we speak about this please know that to the listeners we're not judging anyone that is still eating meat or anything mm. like that like I'm I'm kind of glad to be doing this because I just want to provide some information and an alternative way of thinking. Like, so if you're open-minded, this is podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. and obviously there are a lot of people that are becoming more open to it because yeah. maybe they have been so rigid and they've been brought up in their ham sandwiches and they've been brought up in this and now they're thinking, do you know what, I actually do love animals and they're hearing these horror stories. Mm. So let's talk about the kind of facts then that you've both heard, which was a real kind of, push towards the veganism um do you want to go first yeah sure well you know it's got the the triple threat so for me um anyway like the dairy and meat industry harms the planet harms our bodies and obviously harms the animals um so when you do try to go as vegan as you can or fully vegan um you're helping all of those things so health-wise I mean, your cholesterol reduces because cholesterol is is within meat and animals. So if you're on a veggie, plant-based diet, and this isn't to say that you have to eat raw broccoli and carrots with hummus all the time, although, by the way, that's really yummy. (laughs) (laughs) You can actually, I mean, there's like, there's uh, fake chicken nuggets out there that are very convincing. Mm. There's burgers, there's like all your junk food and things like that, but... Oil biscuits are vegan. Oh, yeah. biscuits, are they? Yeah, oh, and yeah. Um, Tesco's own brand, dark chocolate digestives. So. Nice. Yeah, like, I've got all the hacks. Like, if you need <laughs> yeah. to come to me with some, like, swap oh, ideas. yes. Uh-huh. So, like, all of that stuff. I'm actually now in a phase where I'm trying to be a bit healthier because that also ties in with reducing your plastic and stuff. And so, yeah. for a simple swap thing, I'm just trying to reduce blah, blah, blah. Boring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so not, though. 
it's so not. Um, but yeah, so health benefit, learning about all of that side of things, you know, reducing your fat and all of that. The, so, the thing, um, just to be real, the thing you do have to watch out for when you're vegan and doing these replacements though is that there is a lot of oil still involved and that's not so healthy. Okay. So, you know, eat your veggies, eat your five a day, like as a disclaimer, that's exactly what you're supposed to do. But you can do swap for swap. Yeah. Um, it's totally possible. The moral side of it came in when I saw it was hurting animals and obviously, I mean, it, it's just common sense, but for 24 years, I ignored it, you know, mm -hmm. like as you do because... It's an inconvenient truth and yeah. you want to get on with your life and perhaps you give it a little bit of attention, but quite quickly you just move on from mm -hmm. that idea. But um, I had joined some <coughs> vegan Facebook groups and so was definitely constantly being reminded about what actually happens in abattoirs and um, just also mass production because mm -hmm. um, it's a bit shady. So learning about that stuff, it was just like, whoo. Okay. You, you spoke about an interesting fact and we spoke about it previously about what they spray. So yes. tell us about that. So this is where it's actually harming humans. Now I don't know if it happens in the UK so much, but certainly in America, um, and I don't know if this was like Forks Over Knives documentary or something like that, another Netflix moment, so if you're curious, go on there, mm -hmm. um, that they were saying about how there's a lot of animal waste including like blood and poop and all of this basically everything that could come from an animal that can't get sold as a meat as a meat product uh, all this guck they if you imagine a farm on a piece of land um they then go to spray their land with this stuff just to get rid of it they feel like you know pop it in the soil it will break down because it's all like uh, biological products so mm -hmm. it will just break down but it's, it's just filled with disease and things because these animals are kept in poor conditions. They're poorly creatures. Mm -hmm. um, so that's now being sprayed across the fields, but there are neighboring towns right next to these fields and the spray doesn't necessarily hit the crops. It hits the air and the breeze takes it and it's making people sick, like really, really sick. That's such a scary fact, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, so it's like, even if you don't give a crap about animals, like, I'm not an animal lover. I don't, like, no, I'm not, I know. It doesn't mean you have to be to be vegan. I just am a conscious warrior, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hashtag woke. But, uh, <laughs> but when I saw it, it was really hurting people. It's like, whew, okay, this is, like, bigger than us, mm -hmm. this whole thing. Um, and, yeah, so that was a really sad thing and then you look at the dairy industry and that's that I would actually argue the dairy and poultry industry is worse than the meat industry because as horrible as this is at least in the meat industry they get killed yeah whereas in the dairy industry it's almost continued torture so talk to us about that then do you know yeah um, I think what you're saying there's some things people just don't know about yeah and that's something but an inconvenient truth is so true like when I was eating cheese I knew. Like, yeah, we all do. You know, I try not to think about it. You just don't think about it. And obviously, I might not eat meat, but yeah, lots of people love animals and they'll be very careful now. I think as well, labeling. I think maybe because my marketing background, but mm -hmm. I look at things and I think people read that and go free range, organic. Happy cow. Happy, happy egg. egg. Yeah, you and do. You, you get a picture in your head. But 
Like, for example, I know people who would never buy caged hen eggs. I don't even know if you can get them now in certain places. But they'll buy free range thinking mm-hmm. they're doing the right thing. Absolutely. And literally all that means is they're not in a cage. They could be rammed into a barn. Yeah. Like, on top of each other. It doesn't uh-huh. necessarily mean what you picture. Yeah. I think the marketing industry's got a lot to answer for when it comes to that. Yeah. Because people think they're doing the right thing. Oh, you do? I, I imagine a chicken running yeah. around a field. You do, like, don't love you? having its best life. Yeah, really? exactly. Do you know what? <laughs> <I> do. <laughs> that is. And I think advertising does that. And then I think when you think back as well, like things like milk, you picture some old man sitting in a stool milking the cow. That's not the case anymore. No. You know, they're lined up to machines, their casts are taken off them as soon as they're born, they're forcibly impregnated. Like, it's as if, if you look at it as a feminist point, mm-hmm. oh, you can look into it from that point of view. Oh, yeah. The day the industry is beyond brutal. Um, it is. I mean, just imagine being a, a mum. Now, they're really smart creatures, cows. They're yeah. like smarter or equally smart at least to dogs Mm -hmm. so if we value dogs and their companionship you could totally I mean if you had the space you could have a pet cow (laughs) 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 Um, but um, yeah so they are very very aware that they've just had this gorgeous baby and the mum is in love she's flooded with hormones just like we are where we're bonding with our child and then if that is a baby boy, it's going to be taken away from her and reared and then slaughtered because he's good for meat. If it's a baby girl, she's going to be reared and then put into the same cycle that her mum has been for milk. And it's, it's very upsetting and you can actually see cows cry. And I've seen footage where um, vegan activists and that's a controversial topic because not everyone's great at that, but where some activists, they freed some cows. Again, controversial because it's hurting the farmer, but it's not hurting the animals. Debate. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, when they are yeah. freed, they gallop into the field and they like, they whinny and jump and they're like, oh my gosh, if you've ever seen a genuinely happy cow, they are the, <laughs> they are the cutest things in the whole wide world. I didn't realise so they jump. YouTube like, and happy, YouTube. Happy, yes. happy cows. Oh my God, it's that gif here. Um, or GIF, depending on how you say it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's it's a horrible industry. And as you mentioned, Gemma, as well, with the chickens and them not being battery farmed, so they're free range, and I do that with air quotes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they are sat on top of each other, and because they are so close um, in proximity, they will pull each other's feathers out, they will peck, they will... Because they're desperate. They Lying in amongst space. other dead chickens. Yes, exactly. And that's why the meat we're eating is from poorly animals because there are dead carcasses everywhere rotting and making other birds or other animals sick and then we're eating it. In fact, I've seen in, back on the health track there, I've seen footage of butchers just cutting out ca- cancerous tumours of meat and then selling the rest. And oh it's like, goodness. why are people getting yeah. ill? It's because of the shit they're eating. Like, it's just, yeah. it's there. You are what you eat. And it's horrible because everybody's being duped. But and people are eating so stuff. much as well now. Like, not so long ago. Like, yeah. even 70s, you know, when people started getting fridges, mm-hmm. that's when people started being able to keep meat. It used to be they would yeah. get their Sunday roast and yeah. make the leftovers, lunches, whatever, yeah. throughout yeah. the week. Whereas now people are buying so much processed meat. I see posters for McDonald's. And it's not even just meat, like, maybe it's a snob in me, I don't know, but if I see a post that says a 99 pence burger or what have you, what the 
hell are you eating? Yeah, like, how it was can you eat just got a question. Uh-huh. Like, what is the quality of that, whether it's meat or anything? You know, and as you say, it's harming farmers. I think cheap, horrible meat like that surely isn't great for the farmers. Yeah. 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 Either, yeah. You know? It's actually the supermarkets that are applying pressure. I mean, there was that whole thing about, oh gosh, 10 years ago now about the dairy industry and the fact that the value of per litre of milk had gone down for farmers because supermarkets weren't paying them as much. And so it's actually, it's not vegans that are effing up the farmers' lives. Um, it's the big corp, as yeah. always. Like, if you look yeah. at any big social injustice, it's always the big business. Yeah. Um, Milk's easiest one to give up as well. There's so many alternatives. So easy. Yeah. And, like, for me, I, I wonder what your favourite is, but I actually really love oat milk. It's the most balanced I love oat milk. My bestie hates it. She hates it. Can't have it at all. I think we the Dean's allergic to nuts, which okay. makes it a bit more difficult because almond milk, hazelnut milk, what mm-hmm. have you, chocolate milk. Oh, um, yeah, dark chocolate oh, milk ch- with chocolate hazelnut in it. Oh. Guys, another brand brag there. Yeah, there's so many. I think milk. People can give it up, and it used to be it was more expensive, and that's not even the case anymore. Like all these mm-hmm. plant-based milks are just roughly about the same price. So yeah, if I was to make one swap, milk Start with milk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I only have coconut milk. Yeah, that yeah. one's nice. I, I do like coconut milk in my smoothies. Yeah, yeah, I can find it gets a little dry in tea though. Same with yeah. almond milk. Yeah, Oatly Barista is oh. the champ. God, we are oh, sponsored by Oatly. <laughs> but yeah, if I'm making a hot, I have my coffee black, so okay. that's fine. But if I was ever making a tea, hot chocolate, whatever that may mm-hmm. be, Oatly Barista. Yeah, by it's far like the best. thick and creamy and nice. I'll probably do some barista ones. It's not yeah, not the same. So where do you guys? So people might be like, right, we don't need to change with a shop. Because maybe they've not seen this Oatly Barista. How has life changed in that sense for you guys? Um, so I, lucky to be in Glasgow's one of the answers. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. City life makes it easy. Yeah, everybody um, should just move to Glasgow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> um, and then come and high five us for the yeah. promo. <laughs> yeah, of course. But um, yeah, no, I, so I do my shops at Tesco's um, because their vegan range is one of the best. I think um, they've got a great own brand cheese selection. They've got really good meat replacement stuff. I took it quite literal, as I mentioned earlier, where I was like, I want nuggets, but now the vegan version, and they do that. And okay. they do like sausage rolls and things like that. Yum, yeah. um, yum, 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 yum. All, <laughs> all the yeah. supermarkets have upped their grade. Like, they're, it's okay. amazing. Like, it, yeah, it's really um, is an amazing chef. Okay. Um, he's American. He was brought over for Tesco. Would have been about this time last year, mm. or a wee bit before, but all the products came out this year um, for Wicked Kitchen. Okay. So he's now plant-based innovator, whatever the job title is, for Tesco. Now, when that happens, anything like that happens in a supermarket, it makes every other supermarket go, right, we need, we to, need, we need to do this. And I think that's definitely happened this year. Yeah. Like, without a doubt. Because things you would have never seen in supermarkets, you used to have to get from maybe Holland Valley, especially stores. Yeah. Suddenly you're like, oh. Oh, you can get that here. Oh, there's some vegan marshmallows and Sainsbury's. You would have never seen that before. No, you really wouldn't. It would have been a pain in the bum. Yeah. I'm actually impressed with my grandparents because they really have been vegan for decades. And I'm like, And oh, it would have been how? so much harder. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I suppose they were the traditional pulses and grains yeah. vegans, so they would have you know, really hit hard on the lentil home front. <laughs> but now you don't have to. Now it's just, yeah. we can join in with all that junk deliciousness. Yeah, you like can be as healthy or unhealthy as you want. Like, well, this is it. And I think as the meat substitutes get better and better, 
the excuses become less. Mm-hmm. So it's harder for someone to go, oh, I can never go vegan, I love burgers. It's like, well, have you tried that? Have you tried it? Well, mm-hmm. does that beyond meat burger? It's not my, because I don't like meat, it's not my thing, but the burgers that are getting brought out that look and taste like meat, one's designed to actually kind of bleed a little, not my thing. But do you know what? If that makes somebody go, oh, well, actually, That's if, just I, like if an animal doesn't need to die for my burger and I can have this, well, mm-hmm. I'll go for that. I think that's the thing about meat substitutes. They're not always my thing, but I think it's brilliant that they are getting yeah. better and better because excuses just... No, I know. Gives people more choice yeah. to actually well, this go is down it. that route. I mean, if anyone's interested, like, I love the Meat Free Monday movement. That's great. You yeah. know, it's a way to so introduce what's that? it. So it's just, you know, you go meat free every Monday. Okay. Just, like, and I'll extend that to just go vegan every Monday. Yeah. Because, um... Why not? You'll see health and energy benefits. You'll see uh, wallet benefits. It's fun as well, like to try a new recipe every yeah. week. Like maybe not everybody loves cooking the way I do, but to be like every Monday, yeah. I'm going to go with me and my partner. We're going to buy all the ingredients yeah. on a Sunday, or we're going to look online, find a recipe to try. It's fun. Yeah, like yeah. making it something that's fun rather than this chore. Oh, on Monday I can't eat bacon. Oh, I can't yeah. have this. Like. Look at all the things you can have, yeah. and then you might discover something that you love. Like we were talking about jackfruit before we started recording. Yes, mm. yes. So jackfruit, something that I had in Vietnam, but it was very sweet. Yeah. And it was like because I've got such a sweet tooth, so whenever okay. it was out, I was like, oh, I love that yeah. jackfruit. And then I was surprised when that seemed to be a meat replacement because I yeah. thought, but is that not dead sweet? When it's, it's picked not... young, yes. it's savoury. So, okay. And if you think about the texture of it, it kind of goes a bit tuna texture or like pulled pork. Okay. Oh, so that kind of texture is useful for um, like, uh, well, who is it? The Stereo in the city centre, they do like a great fish and chips using jackfruit. That's Ooh, yes. so yummy. That sounds and good. So firstly, how has it changed for you guys out your purse? Would you say that it's affected your weekly shop in terms of price or would you... I think it can go either way. It depends how you eat. If you're buying loads of big brand meat alternatives, do you know what? Yeah, it could be expensive. If you're buying 50 avocados a week, it's going to be expensive. Yeah. But actually, when Dean stopped eating meat, because I hadn't eaten meat, definitely at least £10 cheaper a week. Because I never thought about how much meat costs, and it should be expensive, to be fair. But Yeah. yeah, that brought it down remarkably. Okay. Yeah, that was straight away. I mean thankfully there's not a lot of like junk and sweeties that we can eat so immediately we're not buying those like cakes and things like that which are also like they add to the pennies basically yeah, they do make it more expensive but um we started shopping at local greengrocers as well not not only just to support local business but to also reduce our plastic because we're yeah. still finding that in sadly in supermarkets they are dragging yeah, their heels they're getting there but they're still not doing the loose vegetables yet. So we go there and that helps. Um, and then, yeah, I think we spend, for two adults, we spend about 20, 25 pounds a week. God, that's, that's it's so funny. I, I'm not going to lie. I spend a lot on food, but food's my thing. And yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I don't smoke. I don't go out to the clubs every weekend. I eat out every weekend. Yeah, yeah I'm so the same, I would I, say. I don't ever want somebody to be like, oh, well, you have to eat that to be vegan. Like, you can do it cheaply and you can do it expensive. Just just like anything else. Yeah, exactly. Just like so I don't else. think it makes a whole load of difference. It can totally be cheaper. 
but ultimately it's up to what you buy at the end of the day but yeah. like anything yeah. you know even if you're on a meat diet like yeah if I'm just strolling around with a trolley full of moe and avocados where yeah. I'm so <laughs> tortured it's not going to be the cheapest but, but that's an interesting point so you mentioned moe so alcohol then <gasps> yeah can has that got meat back products in it yes it's to do with the filtration um so the problem is quite often if you look at the back of something or the front now, we'll say vegan, vegetarian okay. only foodie products. Yeah. With as alcohol, you would never think. No, you wouldn't. No. And even when it is accidentally vegan or vegetarian, even the label doesn't always clearly say it. And when you yeah. look at the ingredients, it's not always obvious because it no. doesn't say milk. And you know, like, it's not an allergen. It's in the same filtered. Does it? It's filtered through. I think it was intestines, sheep intestines, or something. Fish it's, as well for white wine. Yes. What? Oh, and beer. Yeah. <laughs> Your face so It's filtered through. So, and what? <laughs> so like for beer, it's Isling glass, which is fish guts, and that stops the fermentation process. Uh, for wine, it's um, it tends to be like um, intestines and things like that. Again, as a way to fish out any of the stuff that they put in it to produce the wine. Um, but there's loads of accidentally vegetarian, vegan wines out there, and there's also wines that state vegan and vegetarian but i mean it's easy to look up like we'll go okay. into a random supermarket and we'll google on that in that moment forget google no barnivore there's an app yeah barnivore's oh, i like, like that barnivore that's is so the best it's been such a i like fizz or yep. gin gin's usually safe to be fair uh-huh. um dean likes a good craft beer beer's a funny one right yeah. for the egg you, glass. you literally that. just barnivore type in any alcohol and it'll come up and it'll tell you vegan, not vegan, or they'll maybe suggest others. Um, so if it's a certain brand, it'll say this one's not, but this, it'll give ah, you all the rest cool. of the brand. Okay. But there's loads of good Glasgow brands that are like Brewdog's mostly vegan, mm-hmm. Drygate, like. Oh, good. So yeah. yeah, I think as it goes forward, I think a lot of places are trying to get away from it because people become aware. Yeah. yeah. Like who wants to drink fish guts? Who goes? Oh, I'm out for the weekend, get the fish guts in, get oh. all this. <laughs> oh <my laughs> this is like brand new information for me. Yeah, <laughs> I remember the first time I found out, I was like, what, what? Like, how? Yeah. How? How could people want that? How's this a thing? Like, yeah. it totally blew my mind. I like, know, I know. But this is why it's hard at the beginning, because you are learning so much. And yeah. you have to do it so quickly. But once you know it, that's why this lifestyle is like any other and it's just so easy because you've learnt it then and you roll with it. But at the beginning, it is a bit of a learning curve. I've got a question for you, Laura. Okay. I'm going to put you on the spot. Do that. What prevents you from making the change to veganism? Do you know what? And it's no probably No, I know, I know, because it's even, like, I don't feel that from you guys anyway, but probably habit for me. Yeah. So I think I could easily and I say easily and I'm sitting there with like a, le- a leather bag and everything but I think I could be a pescatarian because red meat has never really been I don't like pork mm-hmm. chicken is one of those things isn't it it's just convenience really it's just that part of everything so but fish cheese I don't even halloumi is probably the only cheese that I really eat so for me I probably could do it and I do want to so I don't actually know. Yeah. I actually probably can't answer that question because I would definitely say I'm an animal lover. But it's funny because it's like, you know, animal lover would eat them. But then when I was in Vietnam in January, we went and I wish I never had gone. We went to this uh, food market in the Mekong Delta. So like places like Vietnam, 
like it's very much so like if it moves we'll eat it like that is and someone and we actually went on a tour and the, the guy who was taking the tour was obviously a Vietnamese man and he was saying you know oh we'll go into the food market and we'll get rats and we'll do and I'm, I'm like wait a minute what like rat like he's like yeah yeah it's like a you know we eat it here and then we went around this food market and it was disturbing yeah and I was just like saying to Lee, like, I, I, I don't want to walk around this. And why like, Yeah, I know he was like, well, we kind of need to walk around it now, like, the guy's taking us around it. And I was like, I actually can't look from left to right because it was just things like wee ducks that they had in paddling pools and they were just killing them on the spot. And, like, chickens and just... But it was very in your face, but it was almost like, well, why shouldn't it be in your face if you're eating it? Mm. Like we said earlier, that's their normal. That's what they've... Oh, that's, that's their that's norm. Been brought up and with. see their free-range chickens. Their free-range chickens are free-range. Yeah. Like, yeah. so we went... We were going on a, a cycle tour, and actually I blamed a chicken for something, which it wasn't its fault. So I had... <laughs> I, I had honestly, I had that virus. Did you ever... Did you, any of you have that virus last year? No. no and it lasted for, like, a month, and it was one of those viruses, and I... I went on holiday with it and it was like sheer exhaustion. Like at my eye, you know when you look at someone's eyes and you're like, they're not well. Yeah. So see when I look back at pictures of Vietnam, I'm like, oh, I, I, yeah. I was sleeping so much during the day and I'm not a napper. Yeah. So I was sleeping so much during the day. So anyway, but being me, I was drinking through it because I was on <laughs> holiday. Uh-huh. I was on ho- and I was like, do you know what? I'm having my holiday. So we were in the Mekong Delta and we were cycling through this lovely island and it was like totally flat hundreds of chickens just running about, yeah. chickens running everywhere. And we did a bottle of wine with our lunch. So I was like, oh, I'm not really feeling like great, but it's fine. So I drank the bottle of wine and then got on a bike, fell asleep when I was cycling, <laughs> right? <laughs> and actually then fell asleep, hit the bottom, like put like my undercarriage at the bottom of the bike and oh. fell into the jungle right <laughs> so I woke up right and I had bruising everywhere as you can imagine scratched my legs Lee and I didn't get any jags for going to Vietnam because we forgot uh, that's just like obviously how we live our lives so cut all down my legs so the wee, the wee guide came back and he obviously just like did black and white what happened there? Like, there's, it's a flat road. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, oh my God, like, so trying not to cry because I was in so much pain. And Lee was like, what chicken crossed the road? <laughs> so, we just blamed the chicken. That's so funny. But really, that poor it wasn't the chicken. It was you. just me drinking and not being well. But yeah, so, no, after that, I'd said to Lee at that point, I was like, do you know what? I really, and he was like, well, let's try the pescatarian thing. Mm-hmm. And then small steps. Yeah. So that is definitely in our plan. We're going to do that. Yeah. But it is, it's just, it's the whole convenience. But see, now that I'm talking to you guys and you guys are t- talking about places in Glasgow that you can go, I guess it's a wee bit of fear. Like, how do, like, what do we do? How do we replace it? Yeah. Where's good in Glasgow to go then? Where would you guys say? <laughs> that could be a whole new podcast. There's so many. <laughs> yeah, like, there's it'll so take many. 10 years to list. Like, every other door is a vegan place. Oh, that's I think so as good. well. So, see if you've got a good chef. Yeah, if you're in a good restaurant, maybe some people wouldn't feel comfortable. But if I go to a restaurant and I think, oh, there's nothing in that menu, I'll say I'm vegan and I, I can look at ingredients. Yeah. They can probably make, a chef can make Put you something. Together, yeah. If they're a good chef, they can do it. But so many places in Glasgow are brilliant anyway. Like places you wouldn't necessarily think of, like Red Onion. Okay. Full separate. He used to be, I think I've told you this. Oh, yeah. Um, he used to be a private chef for Brian Adams. 
Um, right, okay. so Right, that was vegan, so uh, they do vegan, they do dairy free, they do gluten free, dairy free, gluten free, vegan, uh, everything. everything. <laughs> uh, Gusto in town, again, somewhere you wouldn't yes. know. Like, there's loads of good vegan, fully vegan restaurants, but I get for someone who maybe doesn't want it to be odd or an inconvenience to their friends at yeah. first. There's Gusto, um, Red Onion, so many places. Tamelia's my favourite, it is fully vegan, but oh my Where's god. Where's that? It's up at Spears Wharf, where right, Ultra okay, is. Okay. Um, and it's by far one of my favourite restaurants in Glasgow. I've never had bad food. They do tasting menu, so it's a really cool way to try different oh, things. Oh, I would like to do that. Mm. So and like, aha, uh-huh, get a wee things. bit of Yeah. They had a barbecue in the summer, and it was like New York barbecue, sitting out by the canal, and it had the jackfruit. They'd done like ribs made from seitan. Um, What's seitan? It's <laughs> a type of, it's not gluten-free, it's basically it's gluten-based. Glu- gluten yeah. Um, so it's yeah, it's something I never had until I went vegan. I love it now though. Yeah, it's made from vital wheat gluten. So they pull the gluten from the flour and okay. that's what gives it the meaty, spongy texture. Mm-hmm. Um, it's best, that's like a really good replacement if, well, first you can eat gluten, but also if you're trying to go away from soy as yeah. well. Yeah, okay. Um, because soy, there's much debate around whether it's healthy or not. Um, there's a lot of things where it's like, oh, but the estrogen, because apparently it encourages development of estrogen, so it can cause a hormone imbalance, but that's not true. It's phytoestrogens, which give you symptoms still, but it's not as much as people think. The biggest thing that I would say to reduce soy for is because of the vi- environmental impact, just because we don't grow it over here, it's mm-hmm. shipped over. And, mm-hmm. it and it's not the tastiest option. Yeah, yeah there's more creative stuff, isn't yeah. it, really? And at least with Seaton, you can you can make that yourself as well. Like, I've got vital wheat gluten in my cupboard, so I can make my own chicken. Maybe don't start with that, for the record, cool. people. It's, <laughs> a, it's a labour of love, it's making it. Yeah, but it's fun. Yeah. And then once yeah. Yeah. like with anything, like, if you do a big batch, you just whack it in the freezer. So yeah. if you make tons of fake chicken nuggets, you just yeah. throw them in the freezer. So you can do so much with it, like Sunday roast. A lot of places oh, use yeah. it for their Sunday roast as well. Yeah, and it's all about, like with meat, it's how you season it and how you let it... Well, like, that's that, isn't it? ...and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's pretty much the same, but yeah. with that whole added benefit. Where's your favourite place to eat in Glasgow, you never said? <gasps> oh, my favourite thing to do on the weekend is to go over to... Um, roots, fruits and flowers and go to their little cafe section. They've got some really nice yeah. um, cakes and things. They have like the nicest hot chocolate. It's just like runny, normal chocolate bar melted, I swear. It's oh, so wow. thick and so nice this time of year. Yes. Um, but I do like stereo for their fish and chips. I like yeah, I'm going to try that. Stereo is that good. Sounds good. Cauliflower rings are amazing. Oh, yeah. Sounds so good. Yeah. And um, we have to give Ron Shea a plug. Yes. Oh my god, not only is it gorgeous, like I love Poppy. Like She's so lovely, isn't she? <laughs> she's an absolute babe. Um, as soon as I met her, we had this instant. You're Connection. a babe! Connection, um, yeah. But yeah, she's so super talented. Her cakes are beautiful. If you're ever wanting an occasion cake. I mean, they're just is, like wow, is, aren't they? Like, good enough for Stella McCartney and Vivian Westwood. That's all you need to say. Yeah. If they want her, you should want yeah, her. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Her amazing. cakes are amazing and her cafe's just interior dream it's just so instagrammable isn't she yep. she's nailed yep. like every kind of aspect of her business yep. like because aesthetics are so important in this day and age that we live in for yep. instagram people want to take a picture of a nice place and that's marketing for yeah, her yeah totally yeah so, you don't want to sit in something i think that's a thing for back in the day like vegan haunts used to be you know 
for hippies and yeah. lobsters oh, yeah. and, and you it know, smell of bio yeah. and things like that. Those <laughs> All these cliche things. Tie dye. No tie dye. I'm not bad. <laughs> cliches about if you go sit in a vegan like you know your vegan cafes because Glasgow's got a few that have been around for years, seven, yes. eight, stereo, flying duck, eh, mono all these places that are fully vegan that have been there for years and they're still great but it's good for these places like Raunchy and all these places make it more accessible for people people like you who maybe go, do you know what, I'm not vegan, I'm not vegetarian but do you know what I'm making moves towards it yeah. or just to see that it can be so so tasty yeah. Like it doesn't have yeah. to be right. No, it doesn't have to be. So what about people that are going to be, that are thinking, right, I've listened to this, I'm going to try Veganuary. What would you recommend that they have? Like is what are key staples, which are pretty simple, yeah. but still tasty, which they could have to get them through? For me, when my immediate swaps that I did was swap out your milk. So yep. go go grab some oat milk. I'll I'll probably do a nice one as well. Mm-hmm. Um or you know almond blah blah blah. Like there's no. Uh, swap out your cheese because yep. if you're a cheese addict, that would be a nice easy one. Just don't expect it to smell like yeah. normal cheese. So be patient with that one. Or just for the month, give it up because cheese, um, normal dairy cheese actually has an additive in it that makes it addictive. There is a chemical in that, it. Shut yeah. up. So it's it's not actually that you love cheese. It's that you're hooked on it and you're actually addicted. Yeah. It's funny, I read that years ago. I was reading this book. Um, it was just about, I like the science and nutrition. I mm-hmm. found it real interesting. Yes. And as someone who still ate cheese, I stopped reading the books. I didn't want to know. Uh-huh. Oh, I, didn't want, I didn't want to be put off by it. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because yeah. a lot of people don't know about it or I think people who do don't want to know. Like me, I, I, I shut the book and... It gathered dust. I was like, I don't want to know about that. Yeah. I mean, imagine, imagine if you gave all that up, though. Like, when I was eating dairy and cheese and things like that, I was, I lost a stone, like, after giving it up, like, in a healthy way. But I just, I totally lost weight, slimmed down my energy. I used to take loads of naps all the time. Don't need a single bloody nap. I do it for fun now. <laughs> See that? Let's go now. I do it because I can. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't think people should go vegan for that reason. I think yeah. it can, um, not to take it down a really bad route here, but I think it it can be dangerous if somebody's maybe had an eating disorder well, in the past. Um, yeah. Because it's an easy way, any restrictive diet, whether it's Atkins, vegan, you know, something mm-hmm. that's restricting a certain food group can be dangerous to someone who's had an eating disorder in the past because it's easy to disguise. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I can't have that because I'm vegan or because I'm following whatever diet or whatever can actually be uh-huh, disguising uh, a deeper issue. The, yeah, okay. And also, you know, I was the opposite from Charlotte. Um, I, I cook a lot. I love cooking. Um, and for some reason, when we went vegan, we were the total opposite. We went from eating really whole foods, good, you know, home-cooked meals to, did you know Oreos are vegan? We should we should buy some Oreos. <laughs> yes. Let's go for vegan. We should get some. Do you know we can get a pizza for down the road? We should get a pizza tonight. Yeah. Like so really like making the most of it and overindulging. Yeah, it was, oh, okay. I don't even know if it was, you know, a bit of cute. Oh, did you know that's vegan? We should eat it. But I think there was also that people going, mm, you're not missing out. I think part of it was to be like, Proving of course we're not missing not, out. Yeah. Look how fat we can get. But it just comes down to it's whatever you want it to be. It can fit into your lifestyle as it is. Yeah. Or if you are looking to make a positive change, 
you know, eating, you eating a bunch of vegan nachos and burgers isn't going to do it. But if you're yeah. more whole-based, plant-based, yeah. if you're eating nothing but whole foods with no additives, of course you're going to be healthy. Of course your weight's yeah. going to come to a really healthy point. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it can I know. be whatever. Exactly. And it's just, it's, it's funny because I think people think it's got such a, I don't know, a restriction to the lifestyle or at least a very set result. Like, oh, well, it'll be this way. It's not. It's no. the same as anything else. It's so variable. It's just how you, you, you do shape it. it the way if you, you want keep your it. smarts about you, you're going to find the benefits you want. Like, you just, yeah. Yeah. you know be smart be smart and yeah. what about the resources so you spoke about Netflix documentaries what are like some key things that people could watch to kind of give them a Ooh, wee bit more of an the education the best one for a moral stance yeah. is Earthlings okay uh, prepare to be very scarred and is yeah. that on Netflix no but it is free online so if you okay, look, so you can look watch it, it up yeah okay. you'll find it um, on Netflix my favourites Cowspiracy Bear Cowspiracy, yeah, that's a From good From an environmental, because I think yes. a lot of people don't realise the environmental. Well, I've okay. actually got some environmental facts. Oh, this is about the right time to show them. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm just looking at water use, and it says here it takes more than 2,400 gallons of water to produce one pound of beef, whereas producing one pound of tofu, which is soy, so um, great for stir fries and things, a meat replacement it only requires 244 gallons of water so far far less yeah and that's in terms of obviously it's not like they're just washing the meat and that's why it takes so long or something <laughs> mm-hmm. it's about you're rearing an animal so you're using up land to yeah. grow the crops that could have fed us yeah. but instead we're feeding the animal which it requires yeah. loads of so a cow is a big animal we're yeah. feeding it lots of food we're also well, I was going to say watering it, but yeah, <laughs> um, giving it drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say watering it. I like that best. Uh, you're watering <laughs> loads and you're using, you know, you're cleaning the um, environment it's growing in, hopefully, probably not, but mm-hmm. maybe. Especially after slaughter, I guess, it'd be, get out the uh, old jet hose. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so like all of these bits of water we don't think about are being yep. used. Uh, all the energy and things like that's involved in growing animal because the other funny argument that I get a lot is um, but we don't have the space to go vegan because there's not enough room to grow all the vegetables we'd need to feed vegans it's like no hun we're already using that land to feed the animals you're just yeah. putting in an unnecessary middleman whereas if we skip that grew more vegetables we'd yep. be fine yeah. like and also there's gorgeous inventions right now like wall gardens where instead of walled gardens, the, the old Victorian way of having a beautiful garden, I mean like you're actually growing plants up a wall. Oh, cool. So into the sky. So um, we've not just got land space, we've got air space that we can grow vegetables. You cannot grow a cow in the air. Like, no, you can't. I mean, I'm sure they'd try to find a way, yeah. but don't yeah so many good documentaries depending on what your thing is whether it's environmental health yeah you know it depends Um, actually do you know what's a good shout out that people don't talk about everybody talks about the netflix ones whereas i like a nice time yeah sometimes i don't want to see the whole i know about the horrible things yeah Yeah. i'm good not to watch it i'm educated on it i'm good yeah Uh, simon anstel uh, the comedian okay wrote um, on the bbc yeah Um, it was Abby Naff that recommended this to okay. me, um, and it's called Carnage, and it's so 
funny yet factual. It's amazing. Totally recommend it. Uh, you can get it on BBC iPlayer. Okay. Um, but basically, it's set in the future, and it's where everybody's realised. And they need so, to go vegan. Yeah, and it's people thinking, oh God, I can't believe people used to eat meat. And it's it's not preachy, it's hilarious. That's something ah, I never, I never okay. want to be that preachy person. It would never no. work for me and I don't believe But neither of you are preachy. I that's don't think the thing. it works. You're not. Um, but yeah, <laughs> there's this hilarious scene, just to give you an a wee taste of it. But then, if you think of like an AA meeting, so yeah. it's all these you know older people uh, sitting in a church Looking very guilty. Looking very ashamed. And uh, the leader of the group wants them to go round and they all have to say a cheese they used to eat. So he goes <laughs> round it's like somebody goes, cheddar. And it gets to one of them, she goes, Camembert! <laughs> and bursts into tears. And it's, you know, shows the family dynamic of the younger person saying, I just can't look at my granddad. I can't believe he used to eat meat. You know, how could he have done that? And the granddad saying, it was a different time, son. It was different, you know. And I think... Who's to say, you know, at some point, I think happen, it will get to, maybe not that extreme. The future is vegan, but not in the in the way that people are scared it will be. Yeah. But it's vegan and it's just going to get introduced over time. And we're going to do it because we've got to look after the planet. And the planet's in a bad way just now. Um, yeah. And so I think that slowly everyone is going to become vegan. Or yeah. at least the industry, the big mass production will change shape and yeah, it definitely. maybe go a bit more local with your local farms kind of thing yeah. back in time basically well, if you look at how yeah. people if somebody was vegetarian it used to be oh you're vegetarian now that's completely normal like yeah. somebody being vegetarian mm-hmm. you wouldn't in a restaurant it would never be a big deal yeah. never no. but, you know and i think certainly in glasgow and bigger cities now even being vegan isn't that big a deal no yeah like no. Really although isn't. it's funny when you go to the countryside in the midlands or something and they're like what? <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, still so lucky. We are so, somewhere. so lucky. <laughs> so, so lucky. Yeah. In Glasgow, because yeah. the restaurant scene, even if you were pregnant, like, the restaurant scene's amazing. Yeah. But supermarkets are everywhere. Yeah. And it's possible. They're, anyway. they're definitely the whole catching world, up. you can do it. It's, it's online, the vegan kind supermarket. Yeah. So there's lots of. I mean, you are making it sound a lot easier than one would, like, maybe. Yeah. Not have thought you're not sitting there with your beans and toast kind of exactly, or you're, <laughs> but you guys mentioned earlier as well about getting some jet for being vegans so online mainly like Instagram and stuff talk to us about that even just in life you know people yeah. all the talking vegan jokes you know yeah I mean I don't mind I love a good vegan joke like there was this great sketch that was on on Facebook I'll have to find it because it just it's still making me crack up but uh, these two guys dress quite uh, sort of hippie-ish and go around, I think it was in Australia in Australia because they were Australian, and uh, like it, it was kind of done as a documentary um, and they go up to this guy, this bus driver who, and this is real, like they filmed it and got his genuine reaction, so there's this bus driver just leaning against his, against his bus having a cigarette just and then letting people go onto the bus. They push in front of the queue and go, I'm sorry, we need to go on first because uh, we're vegan. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, being vegan is a privilege or like a disability. Like, um, no, we need special treatment because we're vegan. And I appreciate, do you yeah, know what? Yeah, I it's get that all the time. It's like, do you know Gemma's vegan? Like, yeah. it's just this ongoing joke. Like, But do you know what's funny? I get, I get why people have that opinion about vegans because especially when you suddenly learn everything, right? I was a preachy vegan when I first went vegan because I just 
I was so upset I couldn't ha- couldn't believe I had the wall pulled over my eyes mm-hmm. like for so long and I was so proud of my change that I just wanted everyone else to know yeah. and why don't you know and why aren't you listening like can't you see oh my yeah. god and like I was so in that phase where I was shocked and I was just like but wake up everybody yeah. after a while you calm the hell down because you're just like <laughs> yeah. dude how long did it take you to make that change <laughs> 24 years like chill the hell out like, it's I like to feed We've got people a into it that's how I do it that's I'm it. like, eat this, it's delicious. You're vegan now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But um, yeah, I mean, there's, there is a culture both within meat eaters or vegetarians, whatever, um, opposing vegans. There are vegans that can be dicks. Oh my gosh, there are some people that really upset a lot of other people because it's like, great. Now everyone thinks that yeah. we're these horrible, um, like, preachy protesters that go around damaging people's property and being aggressive and yeah. things like that. It's like, no, that's not what it is. Again, it's all about just trying to reduce the amount of um, use of animals as possible. Like, yeah. we, just want, we don't want to exploit an animal. That's, that's all it is. Yeah. Um, but then, likewise, from the meat-eater side, you also get some dicks. Like, yeah, they, people are uh, Either way. doesn't matter what you are, yeah. you can be a dick. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter what your lifestyle is. There's potential to be a penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. They are all That's around. <laughs> they are. So, if you have had a negative experience with vegans, or you've seen something, please know that it's not what it's about. Yeah, it's just that they're yeah. the ones that get the attention, they're the ones that make it to the news, like yeah. anything. But I think as well, when people, if people are mean about it, it's either, they're not educated about it, and that's fine, because it takes time. Yeah, yeah not everyone or is. Or, it is a defensive thing, like I said earlier, you know, so people have been brought up eating meat, you are the odd one out. Yeah. I think when you bring the attention to it to a person, they are very defensive because they immediately assume we're judging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we're not. No. Because, again, we weren't born vegan. Very like, few people are. Though. Yeah. Like, we had to learn too. Yeah. And I'm just trying to bring some ideas and alternative thoughts to people so that they can start opening up to the idea and yeah. think about it, basically. Yeah. Because um, we've all been duped and it's painful. I think it is tough for some people. Like, I'm really lucky. My family have been great. My friends have been great. <laughs> like, they say so much of their social media thinks they're vegan now because they send me so many things. Like, okay. they'll say, oh, I saw this great restaurant or saw this great yeah. recipe or whatever. But if you're the token vegan in your friendship group, your family, like, I'm really lucky that Dean went vegan as well and made things so much easier. Yeah. It is tough. And I think you need to... It's the way it is now, but if you go online, you've got so many good resources, like not just watching documentaries, but there's groups as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's Go Vegan Scotland. I mean, um, Veganuary is an actual official movement, so yeah. when you mm-hmm. you can actually sign up before January, and they will send you recipes, information, straight to your inbox every day for the duration of January, so it's, you're not on your own. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's certain groups that I'll shy away from because it can be very extreme. Yeah. Like I like the social side of things. Yeah. Um but yeah, just find other people like me and Charlotte kinda met online I guess. Yeah. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. And look at us now. Yeah. Um, no, that's so carving nice. pumpkins together. <laughs> together. Um, but yeah, like I think if you are the token vegan it is difficult. Mm-hmm. I, I totally get how lucky I am to be in Glasgow and have supportive people. Not everyone has that. Yeah. But if you don't find it. Yeah. As with anything, 
just find people around you that make you feel good about yourself. Yeah. You don't want people telling you you're wrong constantly. No. Find someone who goes, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And do you know what? If somebody's been a real dick about it, they're not your friend anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like, too true. And they've probably got other problems that the problem they have with you is not the problem they have. It's yes. About something else. It's a, yeah, exactly. That's it. Like, that's I don't expect all my friends to ever go vegan. That's fine. They can sit and eat a bacon roll in front of me. I don't even find that offensive. But if they were sitting being mean about my choices every day... You would, yeah. Do you know of what? Of course you off. would. Of course you would, exactly. Who's got time for that? Mm, I know. Um, but, I mean, people are welcome. Any listeners are welcome to message me and be like, I've got this, but I, I don't know how to swap it out. Like, yeah. Oh, well, that's I'm right good. here for the information. Yeah. That's that brilliant. I get messages on like Instagram, people saying they're coming to Glasgow, where should they eat and stuff, and I love it. Yeah. Like, or even people from Glasgow who are, because it's really easy to find vegan junk food in Glasgow, we are like pretty much kings of it. But, <laughs> like, I had somebody message me and they were having a formal occasion dinner, and they were like, oh, where can I go for that? And I love that. Like, yeah, because you and can I really... love like talking about the restaurant scene in yeah. Glasgow. Like, I know so many amazing chefs and I want to shout out about them. Like, it's brilliant. Oh, see, that's so good. Glasgow's good. <laughs> I know we're like the promo for Glasgow as well. I know, that's good. Well, you're on the right podcast, guys. You're on the right podcast. So this is, we're going to be playing this on New Year's Eve. Yep. So, Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. And I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Oh, that, no, exactly. So, and if you're listening to this and thinking about doing veganuary, then you've got two ladies here um, that can offer yeah. great support. Even if it is just making... Small changes towards making the big change. Yeah. Yeah. This has yeah. been very interesting, girls, I have to say. I've learned so much. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of fonts of knowledge. I'm just going to go away like, what the? It's the alcohol thing. Yeah. But anyway, so thank you so much for being on. Thank you. Thank you for having us. And I will keep you posted on hopefully me making these changes. Maybe we guest post in my blog, how you got on. Oh, that'd be brilliant. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Deal. Okay, well, thank you so much, girls, and Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New Year. Year. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>